Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I just cold as ice all over. My heart wasn't working right. And I finally lay down on the bed. When I did, my heart stopped. Now, this event, this was a man 67 years of age. He said to me after, he said, you know, Brother Hagin said, you rose up and walked the length of that bedroom and the living room twice. And your heart didn't beat a lick. Because he said, I had my hand. See, now I only weighed 138 pounds. I had my hand right on your heart and another hand on your back. And, and when you lay down on that bed, it stopped. I felt it. It stopped. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Hallelujah. Yeah, in you. We talk about trusting God. Do you ever think about trusting the God that's in you? Amen. He's in you. See, look at 2 Corinthians there. Look at 2 Corinthians. You've seen that, 2 Corinthians 6th chapter, 14th through the 16th verse. We'll not take time to read it all. But I want you to notice something there. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, he said. And then he went on down to the end there. You see, it's about the 16th verse. He said, as God has said, as he has said, as God has said, I'll walk in them, I'll dwell in them, They'll be my people. I'll be their God. That's us under the new covenant. Now what did he say? I'll walk in them. I'll dwell in them. Dwell means I'll live in you. One translation said, I'll make my home in them. That's where God's living is in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I'm never without help. I'm never without God. Praise God because he's in me. As I look back in life, through all of these years now of walking with the Lord. Because I learned early. Thank God I learned early. Greater is he that's in me than he is in the world. I always look in me for help. Somebody read in the Old Testament where David said, we look under the hills from which cometh our help. But see, God wasn't in them under the Old Testament. No, I'm not looking to any hills for help. <laughs> Don't be sacrilegious, but I'm not even looking to heaven for help. Per se. Heaven did it. I'm looking in me. And I found out every crisis of life, he rose up in me, gave illumination to my mind, direction to my spirit. Hallelujah. They couldn't get me any other source and put me over. Put me over. Every crisis, every crisis of life. Hallelujah. He'd always rise right up and tell me what to do. Praise God. Tell me what to do. Because see, he's in me. He's, he's an intelligent being. Hallelujah. A foreign agent from another land. Heaven came to dwell in me. Praise God. And he has the answer. He has the answer. Well, you see, that gives you confidence because you know if in life you ever face another crisis like that, he'll be there. Through all of these years, if, if physical ailment came, which very seldom would it ever come. Thank God I'm not bragging on me, you understand, I'm bragging on Jesus. And I've been able to walk in what I call divine health. Last headache I had was in August of 1933. <laughs> That's absolute truth. Man, go to hell for lines as quick as you would steal it. Last headache I had was in August of 1933. That's the last one. See. But I've been to the place that I got into disobedience. And when you get in disobedience, you get on the devil's territory. And he attacked me in body. And I've been dead twice and came back. And I knew death had come and fashioned itself upon me. 
but I looked to him that was in me and he rose up on inside me. Way down in here somewhere, he rose up inside me and just gave illumination to my mind, direction to my spirit. I remember on one occasion before I ever see the Baptist in the Ghost spoke another tongue, but did believe in divine healing as a young Baptist boy preacher. And uh, you see, our mortal, no, no misunderstanding now, our bodies are still mortal, and if Jesus tears, they're going to die sometime. But, uh, and you can push your body too far and get out of God's will. And, uh, and I overworked, you see, and sort of had a heat stroke. I, I realized it was, I knew I should have stopped, but I didn't. I just kept after it. And sort of had a heat stroke. My heart acted up, and so I, uh, I went over to the full gospel because I was going to a full gospel church, and every time we didn't have a service of my own. I knew there was any revival. I knew the vandalist was there. And I, I wanted them to pray for me. See, I'd prayed and got no results, and I, so I went over there. And uh, so we all prayed, and I, I know, I know, I just cold as ice all over. My heart wasn't working right. And I finally lay down on the bed, and when I did, my heart stopped. Now, th what, this evangelist was a, a man 67 years of age. He said to me after, he said, you know, Brother Hagin said, you rose up and walked the length of that uh, bedroom and the living room twice, and your heart didn't beat a lick. Because he said, I had my hand, see, and I only weighed 138 pounds. I had my hand right on your heart and another hand on your back. And, and when you lay down on that bed, it stopped. I felt it. It stopped. But he said, you rose up and I kept my hand on your heart, one on your back, and I walked with you. I re didn't realize he did. Uh, the length of those two rooms, twice, and then suddenly your heart just started beating perfect. Well, I said what happened was that he rose up in me. I looked to him that was in me. He rose up in me. He rose up in me. And, and the Spirit of God, I didn't get up off that bed. The Spirit of God, you're talking about people falling under the power. You wait till you start getting them up. I mean, the Spirit of God lifted me up off the bed and set me on my feet. And I, I made this promise. I saw then and I, as I was walking in this glory and this power, you see, and I wasn't even baptized the Holy Ghost then. I saw this, that I had to make this dedication to God. I said, Lord, the longest day I live, I'll never push my body that far again. The minute I said that, my heart started beating perfectly. He showed me what to do. He's got the answer. Praise God. And I've never done it again. If I'm getting too tired, I'm many a time, some have seen me right in the middle of a heating line. I've just suddenly stopped and said, that's it. I don't go any further. I promised God I'd never push my body beyond that point again. Well, somebody said, can't you believe God to keep you? Well, certainly not. You can overwork. Your body is mortal. We are going to have a mortal body one day, but we don't have it yet. Are you listening to me? That'd be sort of like a fellow said, well, I'm going to believe God to keep my thumb and just keep hitting it with a hammer. And I'm believing God to keep it. Well, he won't. You'll soon have your thumbnail and all the rest of it knocked off. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, in Matthew, the 28th chapter and 18th verse, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power, and again, most translation reads, he said, All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, what we need to realize is that this authority that was given to Jesus in the earth, Christ transferred that authority to the church. You see, he is the head, we are the body. The authority has to be perpetuated through the body which is on the earth. The Bible uses the human body as an illustration of Christ and the church. You can see it here in the book of Ephesians as well as elsewhere in the New Testament. Christ is the head, we are the body. Now you know just as well as, as I do 
that your head may look there and see your Bible line there, see your personal line there, and your head said, well, I want to get that. But your head can never pick up that purse except through your body. Your head has no authority except through your body. Christ, you see, has no authority in the earth except in his body. Now, what we've tried to do is to get the head to do it himself. Well, he said right here, all authority is given me in heaven and earth, so he's got the authority and he's going to carry it out. Yeah, but how is he going to carry it out? It'll never be carried out except through the body. Now, notice in Ephesians, the first chapter, the 22nd verse, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, to the church, over all things to the church. We'll get into that a little deeper later. Ephesians 1.20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. Even when we were dead in sin, having quickened us together with Christ, by grace you're saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now this is not something that's going to be done. This is something that's already done. Praise God. Jesus is at the right hand the right hand is the place of authority and we are seated with him there at the right hand of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now let's look again here at Ephesians, this second chapter, and let's start with the first verse. Let's read here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, and fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, there is a putting forth of the divine omnipotence of God's power through Jesus in raising him from the dead. The mightiest working of God happened then. The mightiest working of God. The source of authority is found in this resurrection and in the seating of Christ at the right hand of the Father. He speaks of exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe so that the eyes of all churches may be open. That's what he wants. Now, God wanted us to know that he set Christ, as Ephesians 1.21 said, far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Well, now folks said, yeah, I believe Christ is there. But if he's there, then we're there. Because he said he raised us up together and made us sit together. Now, where have we missed it? Well, we've sung, keep me near the cross. No, you don't want to stay near the cross. 
Some people preach a cross religion. Oh, no, that's death. You'll always have a religion of death. You see. Yeah, you got to go by the cross, but don't stop there. Go on to Pentecost. Amen. And don't stop there. Don't stop at Pentecost. Right. Glory to God. Know who you are now. Hallelujah. Seated at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. See, you'll never be a successful Christian until you learn to live in the epistles, the letters that are written to you. Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> It's absolutely the truth. It's absolutely the truth. It's absolutely the truth. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Believer's Authority Curriculum. This package contains the new Believer's Authority Study Guide, the Believer's Authority Legacy Edition Book, the Believer's Authority 4-CD Series you're currently enjoying, and the 4-CD Series Reigning in Life as a King, all by Rev. Kenneth E. Hagan. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us at partnerservice at rhema.org. Become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. But also, it's not too late to still register for Rama Bible Training College. Yes. A 2014-2015 school year. Or you can just go and request an informational DVD mm-hmm. at Rama or actually rbtc.org slash trendsetters and request the DVD, or you can just go online and fill out the application right there. And so... Tomorrow, more from Reverend Hagen on our authority as believers. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.